Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. As always, it's my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you and to see what He has in store for us today. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, please check out our website, flatcreekchurch.net. You can find all the information you need to know about us there, our staff page, our uh, our uh, ministry page, our church address, as well as um, how to give to New Horizons so that we can continue this ministry, uh, reaching the world with the gospel by the use of the internet and the radio. And anything you might give to this radio ministry, New Horizons, goes 100% back to ensure that we're able to keep this ministry going. Uh, saying those things today, I want us to go back to the book of Mark. Now, uh, for some time, we've been walking through the book of Mark, and periodically we'll take a detour and we'll go a different direction as God leads. But I always like to bring us back to the place where we are uh, kind of journeying through, and that's where we're going to be today in the book of Mark. And we're going to be looking at a story uh, that follows the story of the rich young ruler, which was a story we talked about a few weeks ago in the book of Mark. You remember that a rich man came to Jesus and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus told him the commands. The young man said, I've kept all these from my youth. And Jesus said, you lack one thing. Go and sell all you have. Come and follow me. And the young man went away sad. Why did he go away sad? The Bible says because he had many possessions. Now friends, Jesus is going to use this as a natural illustration for a teaching on the danger of much possession. Now, let me be very careful here and tell you that, that the Bible does not teach that God doesn't want you to have money. And the Bible does not teach that God doesn't want you to have material possession. As a matter of fact, I would say the opposite is true. Not that I'm a prosperity preacher, but I will tell you that God will give you uh, things in this life, possessions and money, to be used for His glory. And so when we think about that today and we think about this young man, we understand this is an isolated incident. Okay, what Jesus is doing in this man's life is he is confronting the idol of his heart. The idol of his heart was money. It was the one thing that was keeping him from coming to a saving relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He wasn't willing to give up the things of the world to follow Jesus. Now, friends, if money's not your God, listen, then God will give you an abundance so that you can be a good steward, so that you can reach the world with the gospel. But I'm telling you today, the Bible says that money is the root of all sorts of evil. So money can be a great hindrance to the life of a person. The possessions, the wealth, the fortune, the fame, the constant chasing after the things of this world, thinking that I'll build bigger barns buy bigger houses, buy more fields, more land, and I will build a kingdom on this earth. And what does God say to the rich man who did that? He says, thou fool, tonight your life is required of you. Friends, listen, the things of this earth will pass away. 
Don't try to hang on to this life. There's so much more in eternity waiting for you. The Lord Jesus said, store up your treasures where? In heaven where neither rust nor moth can destroy. Don't worry about storing up wealth here and storing up treasures here. Invest all you have and all you can in the kingdom of God and building uh, a, a missional a missional cause that will reach the world for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. This rich young ruler was willing to give up his eternal soul because he loved the things of this world. And listen to what Jesus says. Jesus looked around and says, how hard it is for those who have wealth, for those who are rich to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. David Platt, the great preacher, says that they were astonished because they were thinking to themselves, if there's one guy we need on our team, if there's one guy financially we need to back us so this missional cause can go forward, is this guy. And Jesus has just told him to sell all his possessions, follow me, and the guy has left. And so they're astonished at what Jesus said. But Jesus said, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Now, when we think about that text, of course, we always picture a needle and we think about a camel trying to go through the pinpoint of it. Friends, you got to understand Jewish context and Jewish culture to understand what that means. At night, the walls of the city gate would be closed so that no one could enter in. But there was a door in the gate, or at one part of the wall, there was a very small door, and it was called the eye of the needle. And if anybody wanted to get into the city after the gates were closed, they'd have to come to that little door, knock on that door, a doorkeeper would open the door, and then they could come in if they were granted access. Well, friends, the door was so small, it was physically impossible for a camel to go through it. And so Jesus told them it's easier for a camel to somehow get low enough get far enough down to get through the eye of the needle, the door in the wall, than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And he says, so they were even more astonished. And they said, then who can be saved? And Jesus said, with men it's impossible, but not with God, because with God all things are possible. Now listen, friends, when we think about this today, can rich people be saved? Absolutely. Can poor people be saved? Absolutely. The same grace of God that's available to the poor is available to the rich. The idea is you must be willing to lay all things aside to make Jesus the Lord of your life. You must be willing to lay aside your wants, your desires, your pursuits, your worldly selfish ambition that Christ Jesus might reign supreme in your body and might be the Lord of your life that you might follow him to the ends of the earth and see the gospel advanced. And so friends, I'm asking you today, what is it that might be hindering you from coming to Christ? 
What is it today that might be stopping you? What is it today that's literally got you gripped so tight that you would say, I would rather hold on to this and go to hell than I would to give it up in order to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, listen to me today, whatever it is, give it up, follow Christ, come to Christ and live. I'm telling you, I've never met a person who has ever came to Christ, who has walked away and five years later said, you know what? I wish I'd never given my life to him. Friends, that's an impossible thing to say for a believer because every believer knows of the abundant life which Christ Jesus gives and the joy which comes with salvation. So friends, I implore you today to give your life to Christ. If the things of this world are holding you back, then I am exhorting you. I'm exhorting you, friends, to give up the possessions of this world, store up your treasures in heaven, and chase after the Lord Jesus Christ. May he bless your steps today. May he guard you in everything you do, and may you make him the Lord of your life. May God bless you, and we'll see you next time on New Horizons.